What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash ham and Manscaped.com, promo code ham, and Untuckit.com, promo code ham. Now to the segment. Do you know what Saturday was? Uh, Saturday was the two-year anniversary, February 8th, 2018, the two-year anniversary of Jimmy Garoppolo signing his 49ers contract. Wow. I didn't know. That's good That's good knowledge, guy. Um, as our and, old friend Gary Radish would say. <laughs> that's good knowledge. So... I think it's pretty clear now, two years removed, a contract that was debated a lot. I think we can say definitively, and we probably could have said it definitively uh, several months ago, but that was a good contract. By this, That was a contract with good foresight, and it worked out really well. And now because the 49ers did that contract, they are in a fantastic position with their quarterback, who I mentioned in the press conference, Kyle Shanahan said this about the other day. Jimmy's one of the main reasons we got to the Super Bowl. I think he overcame a lot. This was his first year in his career going through an entire NFL season. Um, so, I mean, he still doesn't have as many starts and stuff as Baker Mayfield. Um, so it's, I think he had a hell of a first year um, truly playing the position, um, especially coming off, off an ACL um, where you have to fight through that a ton as a quarterback where you're not, your rhythm and everything is not there at the beginning of the year. And... For him to be like that and to not let the pressure get to him and to improve as the year went, uh, I think says a ton about Jimmy. And um, I can't tell you how much I loved coaching the guy as a player and as a person this year. Upping his value for trade bait or s- sincerity? <laughs> I think sincerity. No, I do too. You know, I was thinking when Kyle was talking, and this is—I mean—we're going to need some off-season topics. He is going to be. Regardless of how well this season went, and I, I think we've already forgotten about the New Orleans game, which was probably the game of the year where he was had his greatest moment as a pro, right? Outdueling Drew Brees in a game that ended up being essentially for the number one seed. Now, I know they ended up playing a number one seed game week 17, but at that time, they lose that game. They would have been 12-4, and four, and you know the Saints would have had the seed. They would have been the one seed. It would have, it would have had dramatic implications on the seeding of the playoffs 
his L.A. game, remember when he hit multiple third and longs, and then the Seattle game, which everyone forgets about because uh, the Dan Buns play by Dre Greenlaw to basically yeah. get him the number one seed. It's I, I don't remember many things like box scores in life, but that one, 18 or 22 in that game for, I think, 275. Like, he was brilliant. Like, in that level of game to go 18 of 22, like, that, that's remarkable level of play. And I get – I'm not trying to act like Seattle's the 85 Bears, but up there, given what was on the line. Now, the playoffs were forgettable. Is that fair to say? Even though, like, I, I do think – at one point in time, do you know in the Super Bowl he was twelve of thirteen? At one point in time, yeah, he's he he. Um, the fourth quarter really was was statistically bad. Changed his whole deal. But it's it's going to be a polarize like he's going to be a polarizing. When you say he's a top five polarizing player in the NFL right now, because people are like, well, how good is he? Not that he's even yeah. overpaid because like the contract's fine. If he was a free agent right now, like he would get way more money than he signed for. Correct. Yeah. What would the so the Niners are going to pay him twenty four million dollars basically. His, his cap hits twenty six this year twenty six six next year twenty six nine and the next year twenty seven. Those were his cap hits. If if they were in a position to have to tag him like right now, what would he get? Would he get? I mean, I won't call. I'll call that three for seventy five. Whatever. Yeah, almost eighty. Call it three for eighty. How would he not get more than that guy? I mean, Cousins got three for 85, and I think we'd all agree that he's a better playmaker than Cousins, younger than Cousins. Feels like he has a higher upside than Cousins. Now, less starts than Baker Mayfield, John. Well, but I think he has less starts than all those type guys. Than Baker Mayfield. I just love the Kyle set. You just don't hear coaches just use other players' names like that unless well, it's like super complimentary. Don't you think it's like on the tip of their tongue? Like, look at they drafted Baker Mayfield number one. This guy's better, right? They're having those conversations. Like, he wouldn't. He must just, be. Why would yeah. he randomly say that name? Because I don't even think he's, like you said, you don't hear coaches say random players' names. I don't even think he was conscious of it. Like, he probably had the conversation through at this year or, or last week or whatever, and that's why that name was on top of his head. Because that's not random to me. I mean, it's random. Like, I don't think he, if he could, he didn't mean to say it, and I don't even think he cares. But, like, saying that name. Like, were they talking shit about him in, in like, a team meeting about Baker? <laughs> you know? Uh yeah, I, I I think the key guy is he's just going to have to get better. And the thing with Jimmy, we won't necessarily know till they start playing games. Now, they, they can do a better job, too. Like, And this will be a conversation as we go to free agency and definitely the draft of they need to get another guy to go with Debo, right? Debo, Kittle, and they just need, like, their – I'm just using a random name here, like an Alshon Jeffrey. I'm, uh, not you need, him. You need, like, a – does it have to, can it, can it Crab, be like Crab, Emmanuel Sanders? Crabtree when the Raiders got him. Yeah, I just think you just need another legitimate NFL wide receiver. Not but I mean, like, can it be Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the 32-year-old. I think it's kind of risky, even though I like him. Now, I'd bring him back. If I brought him right. back at like one year five, I don't know how. I have no clue how much money he's going to get. I have to text around the league. I, I haven't even really thought about it. Like, is Emmanuel That's Sanders? Low, though. What would you say if you had to guess? Like 220 type deal? Like 10, 10 a year? Yeah, I mean, Iguodala just got 30, so. <laughs> well, Mark, Spe- yeah, I Mark, was gonna, Mark I, Spears I, called him a hero. I was going to say, like, you know, my first reaction was like 112. Yeah. So, so maybe, yeah, I, so maybe I, 220. I, I, can't, I can't pay Emmanuel Sanders 112 on the Niners. Given everyone else I have to pay, like, I, I can't do that. 
I'd rather just find a guy maybe I could trade for that was like a 17 that was worth it or mm-hmm. draft a guy really high. I, I got to do one of those two. I, I can't find in the middle. I, I need to get Debo his partner, like a partner he can grow with. Whether I can trade for that guy, I don't know. Right. You never know. Like Stefan Diggs might be available. Like would you trade pick 31 for Stefan Diggs? Yeah. So they do something like that. Without looking at his contract, yeah. I mean, he makes, I mean, I think he's like a $14, $15 million a year. Like, he's under contract. That's another thing that's a I'd happily pay him. Yeah. Can you get him now, for that, then? I'd happily. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a different cat, but. I know. I'll, I'll give you one. Like, you made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback. To me, that's immediately a success, right? For I'm not trying to, like, crush the guy. And it's not all his fault. But, like, has Derek Carr's contract post the broken ankle in the year they made the playoffs been a failure, just given how bad they've been? Or is it like there's been so much random shit it's hard to pin it all on him? Well, I do agree that there's been so much random shit it's hard to pin pin it all on him. But when they paid him that contract, it's franchise quarterback money, and we don't know that he's their franchise quarterback. So by that measure, I guess it's been a failure. But I think when you draft a guy in the second round and he looks well worth it, you just – I don't know. This is just what you. This is just what happens with quarterbacks. I don't even. It's just what you have to do. But I'd say like one thing with Derek. Remember when they paid him? He was coming off a year like Carson Wentz, where they both almost won the MVPs and both of them got hurt. Who knows which one of them would have won it? But one of those two guys were going to win the MVP. Who I don't even remember. I think Brady ended up winning it that year. But it was like Derek Good and Car- Derek and Car and and Carson were kicking ass and taking names that year, and then they both got hurt. And Carson's kind of battled back now. Everyone's like, okay, he's kind of coming back into his own. Derek, you'd say, well, he just hasn't been worth the money. Jimmy, but because when you signed him, the the, the ceiling was so high. I, I feel like when Jimmy signed his deal, there were a lot of people, not just like media hot takes. I, I do think it was valid to be like, God damn, that's a pretty big risk for a guy that hasn't played. It was risky. Now, I, I, I was 100% behind the risk. I think it's already been proven out just given – how just basic credible, like just how credible of a normal quarterback he is. He has his flaws, he has his ups, has his downs, but they, he's right. We would not have been in the Super Bowl given, I'm talking for Kyle, not me, we, but they, they just, if I, I tweeted this after like Jimmy was getting crushed in the Packer game. It's weird. I, I don't remember a, a playoff win that was as easy of a win. I mean, they kicked the shit out of the Packers, and Jimmy did kind of like, God. Did he do anything? And he, and I think part of it also was like the Minnesota game. He didn't look great. I think he's just shaking a lot of people's minds. Not, I think even Niner fans, like you talk to him, I think people are bullish, but like soft bullish. Not like, yeah. I, I think the days of that five week run, and even like the, the, the Saints game is a good example. Everyone's seen his high and they know it's really good. But I think people go, God, is, he can do some crazy bad stuff. So the, the days of him like, if he's anything, he's probably going to be more like Jeff Garcia than he's ever going to be Steve Young, right? But he's not like Kaepernick was much more like a true flash in the pan because he wasn't like I. And Jeff Garcia was made like four Pro Bowls, so yeah. You're watching my face as I'm about to say. Uh, I think he's going to be better, but no, that's fair. Jeff Garcia was making that's the playoffs. Fair. I every do year. think you're right. I do think you're right about um, my, my my point. About probably a, be- a better right a better Garcia, different type Garcia. I met Jeff Garcia at the Super Bowl. He's actually bigger than you think. I was like, God, this guy. I remember him he's thinking. Been, he's, gotten, he's still lifting. But I just mean height. Sweetness. I just remember watching him for the 49ers thing like, 
this guy like 5'10", and you meet him, you're like, yeah, that guy's 6'2 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Know? He's like, yeah, he played in the NFL for 10 years for a reason. Not a midget. But I, but I do think you're right. I, I do think, but uh, in terms of just the way people view it, and I think you hear from Kyle there, that any conversation about finding another quarterback is, is on hold. I mean, that's not a conversation they're having right now. Um, and part of the reason is that he showed a lot of promise, and part of the reason is that they were they invested money in him, and rightly so, and they've pro- they've been proven right on that contract. Yeah, and they can move on, and they, they it's going to cost them if they want to move on after next year, it'll cost them two point eight million dollars. Well, you know, cap. you know, like when Bryce Harper or Manny Machado signs, and it's like, yeah, they signed a thirteen year deal with opt outs, player opt outs every other year. You're like, oh, fucking the best player deal I've ever seen, the shittiest deal for the team. The NFL is the opposite, where once you get past the ever the signing bonuses, it's like, yeah, it's basically a team option for the next six years or whatever. What is it? Three more years after this? Three more. No, well, this year and then two after that. So three more years from now. So you feel pretty good about having a guy under a team-friendly deal where you're in control. It goes weird, I can get rid of you. You start outplaying your contract, well, we can just wait a little bit. You know? Because yeah. we, yeah. we also took care of you when we... We didn't totally have to, right? They could have franchised him. Like, they did do him a solid. Now, you could argue he kind of, it's just, it's just business. Like, he was I just think it in was the just position. A, yeah, and I think it was just the right thing for them to do in terms of their, their own financials. I agree. And it paid off. Now, at the time, yeah. remember, it was like, God, they gave him $70 million guaranteed. It was, again, you and I, I feel like weren't, normal like our take on that was a little more measured where a lot of people thought it was crazy and i'm talking just like, like normal we media people then, yeah yeah i yep. think a lot of people just norm non-hot take media were just like damn that's what, bold what can i say i mean we we're a couple of just brett veach level uh scouts you know <laughs> we are. but i'll tell you like we i don't always th- I, I like nick Foles a lot i think he's an incredible human being and his story winning the super bowl was great but I thought last year giving him $50 million guaranteed is one of the craziest, stupidest contracts I've ever seen in NFL history, guy. And I think that was one on like the media. is like, oh, the Jaguars got Foles. Like, are we watching the same? I love Nick Foles. I root for him. I would like to be a friend of his. I'd like him to be my neighbor. Hopefully my kids are on his kid's team because his kids probably be pretty good. Under no circumstances, guy, in what world were you paying him $50 million? That was insanity, was it not? Especially and- because it was a trade no remember how he just like they, no they let oh, him how, out. how he let him go they, they let him right. go and they just made him a true free agent but it was like where was he really gonna go it's like who are you bidding against like couldn't you have got him for like two years 30 million or you know i don't know what would he have gotten paid if andrew luck had retired right after the season and the colts were out there well like to me that would have become a see, real because i think well but that's where like i think chris bow oh you're right frank reich knows him pretty well yeah yeah that might have been a problem. I, like, to me, I wouldn't be surprised to see him there now, this year. Yeah, but, I mean, what the hell's the difference with those two guys? Foles may be a little better, but is he really? I don't know. I'm I not, think he is, but I, I just I, think if you – can you roll – but the question is just as simple as, like, can you roll Jacoby back if you're the Colts? Well, you're kind of stuck because they had to do – you know, it's the classic, well – you can't let the locker room know he's making $2 million, so we got to give him $20 million a year. It's like, do you really? I mean, I think the locker room could pay other guys. <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. They gave him just that money. Well, we got to pay him because he's going to be our starting quarterback. And it's like, what? It's one of those where 
yeah, I think we're going to fire this coach, but he can't be in a lame duck season, so let's just give him the extra year. What You then fire right. him, and then you just own the extra year because he can't just be in a lame duck year? Now, maybe that stuff does matter, and maybe like the media acts like it doesn't. Maybe that hurt Jason Garrett, like in theory, when you knew like this is guy's going to get fired. I, I, I tend to agree it doesn't. Is I, I think that stuff gets overplayed a little bit. And I, the Jacoby thing was, again, it, you know, you don't probably make the best decisions after something traumatic happens in your life in general. And the Colts were clearly shell shocked, right? Like, what? He's just gone. He's like, I'm out. But that, that to me, that might be dumber than what the Jaguars did with Foles. You just gave him a free $30 million. Like you, you he were, was not a free agent. He was not a free agent. He, everyone liked him. He was going to, like, nothing changed with his play. Like, he's still going to work just as hard. Make him earn it. That was crazy. Yeah. Honestly, if you wanted to incentivize him, like, hey, we make the playoffs, you get an, like, an enormous bump, like $8 million or something. Like, Richard Sherman's time, like, 10. You get mm-hmm. us to the playoffs, we'll give you $20 million. You don't, though. You're just getting your two. And we still like you. Right. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.